0: All right, welcome to Birdland tonight. For Sunday, uh this was game number 28 for Sunday, May 2nd, and the Orioles lost. Tough loss puts the Orioles record to 9 to 13 and 15 for the season. And we're going to break down a little bit of this game because there were good things in this game and there were bad things. And then the game ended with just some great defense by the Oakland Athletics outfield catching some balls that um, I was surprised that they were catching, and they were doing it left and right. They were all doing it. It was pretty impressive defense by the As to finish out this game. um so let's talk about pitching first. Let's talk Zimmerman. Zimmerman started the game, could not get to the fifth. He went four and two thirds of an inning of innings, and um it's not what we want out of Zimmerman twenty five pitches in the first inning. Now, there was two errors on one play, which really screwed that up for Zimmerman. But come on, four and two-thirds of the innings, seven hits. You gave up the four runs. Three of them were earned because of those errors. Um, Two walks, four strikeouts, and a home run. Brings your ERA to 540. Now, that's a big disappointment. And it's not what we expect out of Zimmerman as our number three starter. So there's lots of calls to send Zimmerman down to Bowie or Norfolk or something. Um, But I don't think you do it quite yet because remember the Orioles weren't planning to win this year. And I know we don't like to hear that, especially when the Orioles have been playing well, when I'm sure Brandon Hyde is going to comment about it to learn and experience and the great defense, the athletic plays um, and lean on that stuff today as the Orioles lost seven to five, the Orioles did give up seven runs, which is not good, especially when our offense that has been struggling is finally starting to hit the ball, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But the question is, what do you do with Zimmerman, a guy who routinely, past couple starts, has not been able to make it through five? Can you... Do you send him down? Do you have other options? Um, We've seen when you used a spot starter... The Orioles put in Wade LeBlanc, and that made things even worse. So we're not going down that route. So what do you do? You just keep letting Zimmerman play? You, let, you drop him down, bring in Aiken like you planned to do before? I'm not sure. I think you give him another start. I don't think you send him down yet. But the leash is going to get shorter, especially when minor league baseball starts up this week. The tide roll into Jacksonville this week to kick off the season which means you get to see these pitchers in real-game situations. So if someone's hot down at the tides, there's going to be a lot of temptation to let them come up and see what they can do in the big leagues. That's going to put a lot of pressure on Zimmerman. So I don't think you're making the move today. I'd be surprised if they send him down today. But I think you start to have the conversation. Outside of that, in the bullpen, Plutko came in for one and a third Innings, walked one guy, struck out one guy, gave up no runs. Plutko is, this, <laughs> this bullpen's been great. Plutko might have been the, the fact that we just signed this guy for nothing this offseason, that might be the move of the offseason. He's pitched 16 in the third innings. He's given up two runs in that time, has 11 strikeouts, and he's only walked four guys in that time. So, I mean, it's This is Pluck year. This bullpen, this bullpen's doing outstanding. Yeah, they gave up some runs today, and we'll get to that. But let's see. I had it over here somewhere. Yeah, the lowest team bullpen ERA in the majors. The Orioles are number five with a 289 team ERA. As far as on road games, they are number one team ERA in road games at a 293 team ERA. So that's starters and bullpens together. Number one on the road and we saw that the past two night two days nights whatever we saw that the past two games in Oakland we did not see that today clearly but Plutko is outstanding and it's great to see uh performances that we don't expect so we got to give him credit fry came in and did what fry does he gave up a run but he got two strikeouts then Latkins came in. Latkins gave up the two runs on the big home run there. Um, but it's it sucks. But the Athletics played their butts off to win this game. Specifically, Ramon Lorano, who made a snow cone off the wall catch off DJ Stewart in the eighth, which was going to open up the game for the Orioles. He caught that jumping up on, on the wall. Then he comes up for his at-bat in the bottom of the eighth, and he gets that two-run shot. So, I mean, they, the the eighth inning and the ninth inning, these athletics woke up and showed off their glove. Ninth inning, uh, Mancini had a, a hit that looked like it was going to clear some bases and get some runs, maybe even tie the game. And Cano made a slide-in, dive-in catch to, to grab the ball. Great play. To again, stop that momentum that the Orioles had going with two guys on down by two. So great defense by the athletics is a the story there. Big news that the Orioles start hitting the ball yesterday. Yesterday, they only got three strikeouts. Today, they were back to seven strikeouts by the team. We got two walks. We got 10 hits again, just like yesterday. That's good to see. But the difference is yesterday, everyone had one hit. 10 players on the team because you can't have a pinch hitter mid-game. All 10 of them, everyone got one hit. That's never been done before in the history of the Orioles, that everyone has gotten one hit and no one got two. Uh, today, the hits were in clumps, where Hayes got two, including a home run. Mancini got two. Severino got one. Mountcastle got two. Galvis and Stewart and uh, Ruiz got the pinch hit home run. In the ninth. So, a lot more clumps. But still, it's it's ten hits. It's five runs. Can't complain about that. The bats are coming together. I can complain that we had three errors in the game. I can really complain about Urias, who I think it was the third inning. Or first. Maybe it was the first inning. Got the two errors on one play. By a... Ball thrown to him, didn't catch, then threw a bad throw to home. So, two errors there that struggles. That's not the way. Again, this team's not supposed to win. This team is only going to win if everything goes perfect. And things did not go perfect today. They played good. They're still an exciting team to watch. I'm getting falling more and more in love with this team and the players on this team because I feel like they're always into the game. They're always, when you see the shots of the dugout, they're always on the edge of the dugout. They're paying attention. They're watching. They don't care that they're supposed to be the worst team in baseball, and that's attractive, especially when you hit the ball. And all of today's runs were manufactured runs. They were making these runs only one home run, which was that Hayes uh, solo shot. The rest were manufactured runs. I believe they were all with two outs as well today. So team, not a team that's given up. Three RBIs for Trey Mancini today. This is what we need out of this team is manufacturing runs, small ball, just get around the bases, hit the ball where the players aren't. That's how you win when you don't have the big bats. Um, What else is going on with this team is, as I mentioned, the minor leagues start up this week. We've got Adley Rushman starting in Bowie. We've got Eucinelle Diaz in Norfolk. Uh, I think Rodriguez is at one of the single A's. So, And I think Kersted I thought was Bowie. No, he must be a single A as well, from what I remember. But the big news for this team is now is going to be to start watching Major minor league baseball. And I know they have the MILB app as well, so I'm going to download that this week and hopefully check out some games. I'm getting over to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Stadium this week so I can see some of the Norfolk Tide in person myself. That's the big story for the Orioles. This West Coast trip continues as we got the series win. So remember that whole just win series? We did that. We took care of things there. And if the Orioles continue to win series, we'll be in good shape. Like I said, we are back in last place, 13 and 15. But who cares what place we're in? We're 13 and 15. We're just two games out of 500. We have a chance to get back to 500 for a team that, remember, had a 0.0 chance to make the playoffs. We still don't have much of a chance for the playoffs. It's all about building on this year. And I think 500 ball is the goal right now. And 500 ball is what we're hoping they can do when they go to Seattle. So game picks up again tomorrow in Seattle. This is the tough part of the West Coast trip. Weeknights, Monday night, Tuesday night, 10 o'clock games. Well, 10-10. They wanted to make it a little later for you. So Birdland tonight will still be there for you. We'll be up at 1, 2 a.m., whenever these broadcasts are, to keep you there ready. If you're not staying up for these late-night games, I can't blame you. I love West Coast baseball, but I also love falling asleep to West Coast baseball. I'll stay up for it as long as I can. Uh, If I'm on the schedule for Birdland tonight, I'll be here with you. Otherwise, I fall asleep often to West Coast baseball. Brings me back to uh, my childhood of falling asleep with the radio uh, and the little earbuds on the pillow for 7 o'clock games and falling asleep. So now as an old man, I can fall asleep to the 10 o'clock games and get that same sensation. I guess when I get a little older, I'll get to fall asleep to the 7 o'clock games once again. Charlie, you're right. I've really enjoyed watching the Orioles play this year. And it's not something, it's different because I'm a lifelong Orioles fan. So I would be watching these games no matter what. I went through the 14 years of bad baseball with hope, hope springs eternal, right? We had that hope of the cavalry coming and everything. We always had hope. This season, before the season started, I didn't get excited for these names. I'm still not excited about some of these games. Galvis doesn't excite me. Uh, Severino, Cisco, they don't excite me. No one at second base excites me. Um, So there's lots of guys on this team that, oh, Franco, Franco doesn't excite me. Yet I've fallen in love with this team because there's guys on this team that do excite me. Mancini excites me as he's going back to getting back in shape as the Mancini that we all love. Mountcastle Castle excites me as he's hitting the ball hard. Hayes, Mullins, Stewart, those guys excite me. Jimmy, who had a better week this week, Hayes or Mount Castle? Uh, I'd have to, you're asking me to go off the top of my head. I mean, Mount Castle has added about 45 points to his batting average this week. So I get that Hayes came back off injury and Hayes had the big hit today. But I'm gonna go with Mount Castle because I was giving up hope on Mount Castle. A week ago, I was saying send Mount Castle to Bowie. This is your last chance for the intense focus of Project Bowie. So I I totally glad the Orioles did not do that. I like Hyde's answer of Mount Castle is working hard. He's not he's not uh frustrated he's just trying to take the right steps and adjustments you definitely saw in-game adjustments from Mountcastle yesterday during the game so Mountcastle to me is having the big week Hayes is having an outstanding week too I love Hayes and Mullins in this same outfield I love that they're both doing well at the plate as well as in this outfield so I'm going to go with Mountcastle but I'm going to say I've fallen in love with this outfield I like DJ Stewart. Um, he's been struggling. He had that big hit today, which sucks because that's the type of hit that, if that hit the wall and not a snow cone glove grab, that's the type of thing that you can build that momentum on. But he's hitting the ball hard. Hopefully, that'll come in Seattle. To get a slightly smaller ballpark than what we have over at the Coliseum. I think it's still called the Coliseum. Um, so, yeah, Jimmy, I'm going with Mount Castle. I don't know who are you going with. Is that where you're going? Mount Castle Hayes. I can't argue with Hay. I can't really argue too much against Hayes because he's had some big hits, but Mount Castle just Mount Castle has a- is starting to look like a normal baseball player. He's starting to look like the Mount Castle that we wanted, not the guy who's been struggling that had that 0 for 24 streak just a week ago. So Mount Castle I'm going with there. Let's see Charlie. Same. I'd watch no matter what, but I mean versus Oakland in particular. Oakland's a good baseball team. Remember, they came into Baltimore with a 13-game winning streak, and we got one game out of them at home. So to go to Oakland and take two out of three, that's a huge win. Oakland is a team that people are talking about as an up-and-coming team. So that's a big win for the, for the Orioles. Um, now, yeah, we had Means pitch, and we had Harvey pitch, and Means, Means is starting to get into that Cy Young conversation. I get it. It's early. Settle down. Uh, We'll talk about it on Section 336 this week. But John Means is pretty much like if he's taking the mound, you trust that your team can win that game. And Matt Harvey, like we talked yesterday, has been fun to watch. In that whole, I remember what you used to be, and yet you're still getting outs. That's fun. That's exciting. So tomorrow, Monday night, we got Dean Kramer on the mound for the Orioles. Speaking of another young guy who has been struggling – He's got an 840 ERA. He's got an 0-2. big chance to bounce back. They did not demote him between starts this time. Hopefully that helps him with his rhythm. And then we've got Lopez on Tuesday night, who a guy, guy, when I speak about guys that I have not fallen in love with on this team, there's a bunch of guys like Lopez that I just don't care about. So Lopez has been struggling, and I just don't care care about Lopez, just like I don't care about Franco, Uri- uh, Urias, uh, Galvis, <laughs> Pat Vilek, if they bring him up. There's a bunch of guys on this team I just don't care about, but as a whole, I'm enjoying this team. Did Mountcastle pass the bad luck on good hits to Mancini? Uh, maybe to Stewart with that snow cone. That snow cone grab was some bad luck. The Mountcastle slide was some bad luck also. But let's just say Oakland just got some great defense. And I can't complain too much because the Orioles yeah, have seen some great defense by this Orioles outfield. And the, the range that the Orioles outfield covers right now with Hayes and Mullins in this outfield, I mean, it's, it's outstanding. And it's going to make our pitchers look a whole lot better. So, so I went through that. The next couple of days, we've got Creamer, Lopez. Wednesday is an afternoon game which means 340 because it's a West Coast game. So, uh, but that is John Means. So, all right. So that means we should be able to get at least one from Seattle. Seattle is, again, middle of the road team. Not, where is Seattle? Let's pull up Seattle stats. 16 and 13. So in theory, they're better than us. But remember, the Orioles have one of the toughest schedules in baseball. Why? Well, for one, they don't have to play the Baltimore Orioles. That's gonna make your that's gonna make your schedule easier. And two, they're in the AL East. They're with Boston, they're with Toronto. So Hayes, Mancini, Mountain Castle, nice two, three, four combination. What's wrong, Matt? You leaving you leaving Mullins off off of that at the top? I like I like Mullins at the top setting the pace. But yeah, it's nice when they're all getting hot right now. All right, I'm going to cut uh, Birdland Short a little uh, short tonight because it was a tough loss, and it's a solo show by me. So we'll catch back with you tomorrow night, probably around 1 o'clock, one It is going to be Ryan Blake and Bob, I believe, with you tomorrow night. So make sure you check that out. And if you don't check it out tomorrow night, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get the recording for your commute in. We'll talk to you guys later. Section 336 will also be on on Monday night. Consider 336 your pregame show. So go follow me on Twitter at Josh Follow at Birdland Tonight on all your social media stuff. And check out at Section 336 Show and Section336.com. Check all that stuff out. I'll see you guys tomorrow.